Hello and welcome to the Body Surf Podcast with your budgie boys, Tim and Owie, hydrated by Hairy Man Brewery. And tonight, Owie, we have a very special guest, the most popular guest we've ever had here on the Body Surf Podcast, Ricky Gilby from Warhand Plains. How you doing, mate? You. Pleasure. <laughs> you asking me how I'm doing or Ricky how he's doing? Both. Just, uh, you know, a unanimous you is all I'm looking for, really. Well, we're back to where we started. This is it. You know, it's come full circle. 30, 30 guests, and we thought we'd just uh, go back to, to where it all began. That's right. Now, mm, I can't hear you. Yeah. I can't you, hear you, you mate. You might have to get in Mate, a bit you might more. have to just ride it. You know, you need to ride it. Get in close. Get it, get it in nice and close. Well, now, Ricky, uh, how do you like. You've never been here in the new studio. It's a bit Wayne's Worldy. You, you, you're probably used to more of a, a Today Show setup <laughs> or even a, the old 2GB PM. Yeah, that's right. Setup. He's not used to it because he's used to having the uh, lapel mic on. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm into it. The new studio is great. Yeah? Yeah. That's it? That's a, that's a, your only observation. That's your review. Is, is, is great not good enough? No, it's not. Not at all, mate. We can, <laughs> we're, we're, we've got all the things here now, mate. We've got the roadcaster. Timmy's got a, a beer issue happening over there. We've got all the stickers. Yeah, we've look, even got an executive producer now. <laughs> yeah, no. uh, hey, look, I, to be honest, guys, I don't think you could top the setup that we had at uh, Womp Camp 2019. The, the first year, yeah, we went there. That was just the best. That so. desk, I think, uh, lit up on fire <laughs> <laughs> towards the end of that, but... But yeah, we, we took this gear there. We had a great time. Now, I was actually going to bring this up a bit later, but let's talk about it now. You weren't at Womp Camp this year. It was year. not, no. It was, it was a real big big shame because you, you're one of the, I guess, big movers and shakers when it comes to Womp Camp. And uh, what, what was the story there, Ricky? How come you were a no-show? Yeah, well, you know, I'm a, I'm a family man these days and uh, mm. I only get a set number of holidays per year. Um, Womp Camp's always on the list. Um but I had an opportunity to go to the snow. Um, and it was a, uh, an opportunity that was too good to pass up, so I had to make a choice. That, but that's, that's like uh, like Kathy Freeman, like, swimming. <laughs> you know, you're, the, you're Mr. Body Surf and you go and do other sports. That's weird. I know. Well, you've got to branch out, haven't you? you got to yeah. Branch out. But, Maybe. yeah, it was, it was seven days in the snow or, or three days at Womp Camp, um, yeah, look, I don't know. Uh, I had a good time in the snow. Good to hear. We missed you. We, there was a few people we missed, uh, uh, and, and we obviously spoke to Belly before, and he was stirring up trouble, and he mentioned that uh, he couldn't go because he, he had a lot of work going on. But you know what? Your mate Corey, cute boy Corey, he was able to do both. And are you just saying he's got that, <laughs> that bachelor lifestyle? He's got no commitments? <laughs> He can just do whatever he feels like. Oh, I couldn't steal the car for that long, I don't think. <laughs> uh, two trips, nah. Um, I had a lift down there. But, um, yeah, look, I missed it. I missed mm. Womp Camp this year. It's, a, it's, a, it's been an important part of my year for the, for the last, what, four years? Mm. I thoroughly enjoy going every year. So I honestly did miss it. I, missed, I felt I had massive FOMO <laughs> through the whole weekend. And although I did have a good time during that time, afterwards I was, you know, Jealous that I wasn't there to be part of the the banter and, mm. and go on the roadies and and check the surf and and get some waves and because Womp Camp's awesome. It is, and and uh, I, I guess you don't know you know what next year is going to bring, but can we can we mark you down as, as someone that's going to be in attendance? Oh, definitely. Like if it's on at the usual time of year, like obviously we've pushed back a bit this time, so mm. it did manage to um, collide with other plans. 
Um, but if it's on its usual time of year, that's that's always set aside for me in the month of, of June and July is, is, you know, Womp Camp. Now, now the main reason we've got you on the podcast tonight is to ask some real hard-hitting questions, and I think we'll mm. save them for a bit later. We'll get into that as soon as we can because a lot of people are wondering – what is going to happen with Wompoff 2020? Now, we're coming close to the end of the year, so I think you're going to have to really, uh, I don't know, what, pull, pull one out of your hat, but I think you've, you've got some ideas brewing. I don't know what's going on in that brain of yours, but we'll get to that soon. Oe, we've got a bit of housekeeping, I think, to get through. Yeah, plenty actually, Tim. Plenty, plenty. And, you know, the problem is <clears throat> we're just not very good at podcasting. And the first <laughs> thing I like, I want to raise is... Uh, listen, the potties got announced. The, the the finalists got announced on Saturday. We were all tuned in to the live stream. <laughs> Very excited. A couple of the boys on the podcast, um, namely Tim and, and Wolfo. Now, I, I had my... I, I had my anticipation set at, a, at an appropriate level. You guys were calling that we were going to win. <laughs> now, like, well, we first we have to get in and then we'll talk about winning. Now, we didn't even get a look in. Is it <laughs> like... <laughs> And I had to listen to some of the other podcasts, and they're not too bad. Okay, but that's not what you're saying on the text <laughs> line. <laughs> no, I'm not going to bad. I'm not going to bad mouth them on. I, it sounds like I'm salty if you if you take those comments out of out of context. But really, at the end of the day, we're just mucking around, boys. And I think you like now you kind of realise it. Well, you know, if if the the first five minutes of this podcast has been an absolute wreck, so I, w- I wouldn't be submitting this to the potties for next year. But you know, we've done some good stuff. Is anyone else giving away hand planes every week? Is anyone else doing a Melbourne Cup special? Is anyone else bringing the sport to the people? I don't know. I don't think they are. We're the number one body surf podcast, and as you said, did not even get a look in. I think you guys need a side podcast to talk about, like, burgers and movies. <laughs> no, see, well, here's the thing. People, I'm starting to realise that people don't actually want content. They they actually just want to talk body surfing. Like, someone who listens to an AFL podcast doesn't want to hear about what's going on in your day-to-day, Tim. You know, they just want AFL. And it's hard and it's dry and it's an hour and 40 minutes of dribble but that's what the people want, Tim. So I reckon we cut between the sets. Oh. We and we just go guest after guest after guest, and we we won't laugh, we won't have fun, we won't have a couple of beers. We'll just we'll just talk straight up, straight up and down body surfing. Well, if that's the direction we're heading, I think I can hand in my resignation right now because I'll be no part of that. <laughs> that sounds awful. <laughs> sounds awful to me, but does it sound awful to the listener? I, I don't, don't think it does. Between the sets does okay. People listen. It's rating. Yeah, maybe we'll get rid of the body surfing then. (laughs) We'll just do between the sets. That was my pitch. (laughs) That was my pitch. More banter. Ricky, 30 30 guests in. Mm -hmm. I think we're up to, what, 60 60 episodes now, Timmy? Mm -hmm. Around that. Yeah. how do you think we're doing, mate? Have we have we progressed in our in our skills, or have we gone down? Have we gone downhill? Hey, look on a, on a personal level, I think you're doing great. I've I've probably listened to uh, I don't know fifty of those sixty. Oh, really? Keeps me entertained down in my little garage, my oh, little good. fulfillment centre. So, well, I, I really like the one you did the other week with um, the Bavaria of Stoke. Mm. I think that was really cool. It's great to put a, a voice to an Instagram page, essentially. <laughs> And and you guys pulled that off really really well. Like it, it came across really clear and great and good questions. And I think 
the global body surfing community is screaming for people like you. So yeah, I reckon I reckon cut the crap and go for body surfing. <laughs> Just chat body but surfing. Go, go global. Go yeah. global. Well, think it, big. Is there an award for the best technical? Because we're like we're dialing into the to California. We're doing some cool stuff. We we crossfade and everything. Yeah, well, you got the tech, Timmy. You know, you're 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 the boy behind the pots and pants. Well, our levels are sounding a bit off tonight, but we'll deal with that later. Well, I've been asking for us to have a sound check every <laughs> single episode and it hasn't started yet, so why start now? Mm-hmm. Um, Wolf, I'm going to send you through some stats in a second because we've got some more uh, housekeeping to uh, to talk about. Now, we've we've got the comp, the, the Patinga. Now, uh, we're giving it away. I'm excited about it. Uh, we actually did a little um, a little pay, paid sponsorship job. Ooh. The first time we've ever done it on the Instagram. And um, Are you revealing how the sausage is made? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not. But uh, Wolfo, do you want to read through some of the some of the? Oh, sorry. I've got a mic. Can I use mine? No, you can use. Yeah, you can. You can use uh, Timmy's. You've got legs, mate. <laughs> you might not have a microphone, but you do have legs. Thanks, mate. <laughs> um, so, what do you want me to go through? Just, just it's the first time. A couple of it. clicks and. Okay, so um, looking at the guy butcher board that we're giving away. Mm-hmm. Um, We've had 117 people like the post, and we've reached a massive 3,708 people um, in terms of the competition, which is huge. Um, 87%, 87% of those weren't already following us. Yeah, I'm a bit sus on that because I reckon the engagements that we've had, uh, majority of them have been the people that are following us. I've got a couple of likes and a couple of follows here and there from the... Um, from the promotion, but uh, yeah, I don't. Ricky, someone who's probably sponsored a couple of your posts. How do you think that they that they go with, um, yeah, the engagement? And do you see an uptick in your likes and your your follows? How's it work for you? I don't really do much paid promotion on Instagram. Mm. Um, that never really resonated with us. We've got like the, our core Instagram crew, right? There's like yeah. what I don't know, two two hundred and fifty avid body surfing enthusiasts on Instagram who will follow everything. And mm. um, and that's what we're there for. We're there to kind of, you know, keep involved in that community. Um, but yeah, I, I personally don't see much engagement through Instagram, the paid sponsorship side of things. Yeah. Um, maybe you guys need to look at Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've got the Facebook page going there as we're well. We're on the Facebook. We are on the Facebook. I don't, I don't, I don't care about this social media stuff, guys. I think we we got to get back onto the analog stuff and uh, <laughs> just get the word out there. But I'm more interested. On the radio. Exactly. I'm more interested about who's actually entered the competition because there's the 25 word or less competition. And that's how you're going to win this board. That's right, and that's why we promoted it. We we thought we need to get it into as many uh, phone screens as possible. Uh, we've had a couple of submissions, but you know what? Submissions are closing very soon, Timmy. So uh, we want to try and give this away. Well, the submissions close by next week and then we want to be giving it away within the next couple of weeks. So get submitting. Uh, the guy, Butcher Patinga, I had a little go on the uh, piglet on the weekend and uh, Captain Cookman was on it as well and they're just, fa- they're just fast. Um Ricky, I don't really like because I, I I ride your boards quite a lot, and I can't really you, they're not really comparable. No, um, quite different boards, uh, different thickness even. Like the um, the piglet's quite thin, 
Um, but that's what I love. That's what I love about body surfing hand planes is you can kind of take it where you like. You know, you can play with your own materials, your own craft, and make something completely different, mm. but still works. It just works in a different way. So I love what um, guys doing. Um, and I had a little session down at Maruba just the other day, um, and Robbie Meldrum come and join me. Oh, yep. He brought out a guy butcher that he's borrowing from someone in Maroubra. Um, it's giant, giant pal poke. Um, yeah. But yeah, the craftsmanship is amazing. They look really fast. Um, I haven't personally given one a go yet. Um, the Batinga does look really cool. I'd be tempted for sure if I was in the water with that one. Mm. Um, but yeah, no, uh, I think well, go for it. It's it's a great looking little board. Yeah, the main thing that uh, I hear a lot of concern over is um, for uh, for hand planes uh, is the the strap. Mm. Uh, I've spoken to a couple of people that really don't like the strap um, method of kind of mounting a hand hand plane. They they like the grip. Um, other people like uh, yeah, it's something completely different. The good thing about the Patinga is that it's got both options. So uh, depending on how you ride uh, your wave and whether you like the the hand strap method or you like the grip method, you can choose either. Uh, So get submitting. Uh, It's a great competition uh, and I'm really excited to give it away within the next couple of weeks, Timmy. And it's worth a bit of moolah. So it's a big, big prize. And all you've got to do is... is Put a bit of Connie T together for us. We just want to see some creativity coming through, you guys. So that's like if someone just stands out with a really great little bit of Connie T, you've got this thing, mate. So, uh, are you impressed with what's been coming through? Yeah. Now, as we said a couple of weeks ago, we do need to. We want to lift the bar. We want to get some um, some creative stuff going. Uh, the body surfing community has always been about creativity. Oh, yeah. uh, you think of your belly slaters. Um, they're just. These people, our group of people, are just different. And so let's get some different uh, uh, content out there, get it into the eyes of people. And you know what? Maybe we'll bring a couple of uh, new uh, body surfers to the sport. Mm, absolutely. I'm, I'm very excited to give this one away. Also, I'm excited about Melbourne Cup Day tomorrow. OE and myself and even cute boy Corey's coming along. I have a big day plan, getting on the punt, getting on the piss, having a good time. But we're, everyone's going to be tuning in to see the Budgie Boys take on the Bait Bay Body Bashers. This is an incredible uh, race that's going to stop the body surfing community. And we're going to be bringing it to you, not live, pre-recorded somehow next week on Between the Sets. And... Uh, Someone's going to be drinking out of the the big big cup. That's right. Now we've got the the horses are in, mm-hmm. and we've got warning for the Bait Bay Body Bashers up against Etta James. Right. So if you're watching the big race yesterday, the race uh, yesterday, if you're watching the big race tomorrow our time because we're doing this podcast live. Um, maybe you are watching yesterday <laughs> if you're listening to it on Thursday, uh, Wednesday. Um, we've got. Warning up against Etta James. Now, they're very long. (laughs) They're probably two of the worst horses in the race, which I really like. It's not a favourite up against someone else. So uh, it's going to be the race that stops the body surfing um, community. (laughs) Warning up against Etta James. Looking forward to it. Yeah, awesome. Um, And before we get stuck into Ricky, I think we should just mention... 
Queensland Daylight Savings have kicked in and uh, there's some technical issues up north. So we might have to think about retooling this again and working out what a good time is to, to go live because pretty much we're only going live for the Queensland audience. They're the only guys that tune into this show. So <laughs> we might want to think about going earlier for them. But thanks for... Uh, for uh, pushing back your bedtime tonight, especially Hamish, who's, who's on the chat now. So, Ricky, let's get into it, mate. There's been some huge news coming out of the war camp, and uh, that's been been a bit of a collaboration with Amazon. This is huge. You and Jeff Bezos are just <laughs> running around, spending millions of dollars, getting this thing <laughs> off the ground. How did this all come about? Well, tell us about the Amazon experience. Yeah, look... Um Amazon was actually probably one of the easiest things that we've ever <laughs> won or, or been awarded. Um, it literally came across my um, LinkedIn. It was uh, a, a grant thing that they're offering to innovative businesses in Australia, and I needed to submit, submit 250 words as to why our business and our product was innovative. And with the Badfish, that's super easy for me. Like We're the first product in, in Australia to be using an ocean plastic supply chain, so that was super easy. So I just basically put that in 250 words and then a 15-minute phone interview. <coughs> Excuse me. 15-minute phone interview. And um, two weeks later, they, they congratulated me and awarded me with the grant. So nice. um, I'm, I'm super stoked with it. It was, it was something that um, I know you don't always expect to win these things. Um, I have faith in the bad fish, but I was super honoured and proud to, to actually come away with a win on that one. Awesome, awesome. And now what, what does winning mean for you? What do you get from, from this experience, from the prize? So they give you a, a, lump, cum, a lump sum. Um, a lump okay. what? <laughs> <laughs> that was a slip of the tongue, wasn't it? Calling Dr. Freud. They, they don't give you that. Cute, cute boy can have that. But no. um, we can't edit that out, by the way. <laughs> no, they give you a lump sum, mm-hmm. um, which is great. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, it's a, a huge part of it is um, getting set up on Amazon professionally. Um, so we worked alongside, like, a professional Amazon team to get our account and everything set up. Um, they help you expand overseas. So mm-hmm. um, big news, probably. Well, actually, it's a, it's a, it's an exclusive um, oh, was just touched down in Amazon US. Yeah, so we've now gone live on on the US Amazon site, which is huge for us. Um, it opens up everything you know, like Europe. Um, so I think that side of things is is massive for us. It gives us a, a chance to to leapfrog across the continents mm. um, in a really efficient manner. Um, there's a massive educational side of it, so we've been having heaps of. Um, conferences and webinars with like ultra successful entrepreneurs learning their 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 ways and and the mistakes that they've made and what they've learned from it um lots of guidance around business and financing and investment um it's and it's still all ongoing so we've got stuff in the pipeline with amazon all the way through until the middle of next year that's great that's amazing now Around the same time this was going down, you were starting to to enter the US and look at that market. And I've seen some great posts coming from the US team over there. That's completely separate, isn't it? That is completely separate. Yeah, we've got our man Tyson on the ground over there. Um, he's doing great stuff. Uh, he's he's a graduate and he's just super keen on, on body surfing and the bad fish. Um, 
and he's he's running with it. He's doing great stuff. He's just teamed up with Yuka. Well, I was going to say, like over here, obviously you have uh, a bit of a, a thing going with the Finn and Stealth, but over there, the bad Finn with the Yukas is looking really nice. And a lot of the guys, especially the California crew, have been really vibing on this new new setup. And they're I think they're they're going for gold with that the bad fish and the Yukas, and that's not been available to them. The, the, the war has like they've been complaining about this that they can't get their hands on war hand planes, and now they can. Um, through old mate, so that's great. Yeah, no, it's a good setup, and look, I'm, I like to see the bad fish next to to good fins. Um, and although you know we can't get the yukas in Australia at the moment, um, to have them partnered up in the US is is the next best thing. Awesome, awesome, good stuff. Now, should we jump into it? Are we? This is the question everyone wants to hear. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 does Wompoff 2020 look like? Now, first of all, we've got to just put a bit of a disclaimer out there. This year's been an absolute write-off for a lot of people. Um, we saw some, some issues really even with just going away for a weekend, let alone running a competition. So we knew there was going to be some big hurdles to jump over. Where's your head at? What are you hoping to see come out of this year? I was hoping things would clear up enough for us to confidently be able to book something in um, around July, August time. I wanted to be able to book something in. Um, an event like Wompoff takes take a long time to organise. Um, so I, I normally start about six months out for mm-hmm. the comp. And, you know, I just wasn't happy to commit to something up front um, for this year. And given where we're at now with, with the season and the time left in this year, Wompoff 2020 won't be happening um, but I reckon Wompoff 2021 is going to be even better. Mm. We've got two years to make up for, a missed year. Um, I think there's an opportunity to be doing it at a different time of year now because normally once we do Wompoff, it's normally in September, October, right? Um, then we go through some busy summer season, takes me a bit of time to come down from the whole event. like, mm-hmm. um, And then, you know, six months later, we start again. Whereas now we know we'll hit the ground running hopefully in the next year. So I'm hoping that maybe we do it um, in autumn. Okay. And get some decent swell. Sorry, yeah, autumn. And get some decent swell and, and um, you know, we might have to just brave it a bit on the beach. It'll be a bit colder than those nice sunny days we've been having. Um, but I think we could finally have a pumping womp off again. Mm-hmm. And the, wa- the water's pretty warm in in, uh, in it's autumn, the warmest, so it's, it's the warmest time mm. of year, so the water will be nice. Just the weather's just a bit dicey, but it is like the month of May, for instance, is statistically the biggest swell month mm. in terms of consistent swell. So, um, but you know, I Wompoff's is a is a really interesting event because you kind of almost don't want it to be incredibly pumping and great <laughs> shit because it's a competition that's designed to cater for everyone, right? Yeah. Like we want we want kids. We want their parents, we want everyone to get involved and have a, a just a jolly good time. And if you've got to swim, you know, 50 metres out to, to get out the back and then, you know, drop into some bombs, um, that's great for a select few of us who love mm. that mm. and can do that. Um, but, like, ideally we want an event that's just kind of perfect, crisp, offshore, three-foot, mm-hmm. um, beautiful, peeling waves. So Absolutely. We're definitely going to get that in 2021. Nice. That's a guarantee. Are you still <laughs> thinking about holding it down south? Yeah, look, I really want to do that. I think the south coast has a lot to offer, um, even far south coast. So, you know, obviously when we first planned that, it was to go and, and offer some 
some custom to to those fire affected areas mm. and and bring some some people and some money to those areas to support them um you know they still need some support as well so i think we will definitely try to to make that happen do you think it'll look uh different next year ricky uh will it will the competition format be pretty much the same yeah, look, there'll be a 1.5 metre gap in the lineup. <laughs> um, you'll have to sanitise every time you trans over, transfer the, bat, the hand plane baton in the flipper race. Oh, yeah. um, but other than that, I think it would be pretty similar. Yeah. Um, look, we're outdoors. Um, it's an outdoor event. The after party may be a little different. We might have to be seated for the whole party. We'll see. <laughs> I don't know how that will go. Um, it is still a while away, so who knows what the world's going to look like then. you just got no idea. Hopefully interstate travel will be a thing, but I'm thinking about the Hawaiians, the current world champs. Are they going to be able to come over and defend their title? Look, I think it's, it's, it's the year of the Australians. I think this is going to be <laughs> the chance to, for the best body surfing team in Australia to actually be Australian. So I think, um, no, I think it's going to be far too hard for the Hawaiians to make that epic journey over, and I'm so thankful and honoured that they have done that for the last few years um, but I think this year is, is or next year is um, Australia's time to shine mm. well the Cobras are due but <laughs> I'm just there. I just really like I love the Hawaiian boys but I just really wanted to see the, the Cobras get up on them one year and uh, without the Hawaiians there defending their title it might feel a bit different but you're right let's give it a real crack and, and get some Aussie teams up there well who who's Corey swimming for who's uh, Tom <laughs> Mars swimming for you know, like no team to fin, or will there be a team to fin? But it'll be an Australian team to fin. Who knows? Like there is that. There's a lot of inter-brand kind of um, banter going on. So whether it becomes like a, a branded exhibition where mm. it's you know team war versus team to fin versus whoever. Um, who knows? Like I'm I'm really open to whatever. To be honest, like where my head's at with it at the moment is it's definitely happening. Um, I'm just focusing on this this summer period now with with the bad fish, and then as soon as the new year comes around, we just start thinking about Wompoff. Yeah, is is there is there too much getting in the way now, mate? Like because I guess uh, the business is is booming Ooh. comparatively to a, a few years ago. Where uh, I mean, you, you said Wompoff takes quite a lot of time to organise. Mm. Um, with all the new ventures, mate, like, do you reckon you have enough time? Time's definitely going to be tight. Like, Wompoff mm. has always been a massive passion project for me. Like, I don't see it as a job or um, it doesn't provide me with an income, but I just absolutely love it. Yeah. You know, like, it gives me so much energy and passion to, to um, promote body surfing and get involved in body surfing. And the feedback you get from the community kind of feeds straight into my business. You know, my my passion and love for body surfing is, is massively boosted around the time of Wompoff. Um, so I think regardless of, of time, if time is poor, I, I'll still make it happen. And, um, you know, we're in a position now where we could probably pull in a team to be able to help us organise mm. it and, and work together, which, to be honest, I probably should have done years ago because it takes a lot out of me. If anyone's ever run any sort of event before, mm. they know that it is um, it's a pretty intense period. And so, yeah, I think I'll probably pull together a bit of an event team to, to help us run it. 
Our volunteer executive producers free to work for, pro bono <laughs> to do a bit of setting up. And oh, Wufo helped us with yeah. this oh, Wufo, one. Wufo does everything for us and has done a lot for the body surfing community, especially Wompoff. But, um, Absolutely. Yeah, like it, it, it sounds like a, a big task, but it's such a, a big, big payoff for, for the not only yourself and war, but like just the whole community. Everyone just loves the day. So it's a real shame it's not going ahead this year, but totally understandable with what's going on. And uh, let's look forward to next year so you've got you've got you know a busy period coming up as you said summer christmas you've got some new products coming out me and Owie are always so excited and we always speculate what's the next thing ricky's gonna put together you're kind of like a bit of a, a mad scientist like in your little where do you you go underground don't you in your little basement mm-hmm. and you, you you put together some gear and uh, it reminds me of like robin williams putting together flubber and you come out with this amazing innovative hand plane each year this year you've gone back to basics and we're having a bit of chat this way. I love it. I really think it looks really slick and, and you've already sold a fair few of these. It's the old Chop Top. Mm. What's the inspiration for this board? So Chop Top is one of our um, timber hand planes. Um, so what I've been doing for the last few years is we've always run like three or four different timber models each year. And mm. um, what I'm going to be doing is um, – just the one that sells the least each year, I'm just going to swap it out with a new design, mm. a new model. Um, I'm not going to change a winning formula, so if we have ones that people love and, and resonate with, I'm going to keep those, but anything that's in that bottom rung, um, we're, we're going to swap it out and come up with some new designs. So, you know, essentially the model shape is, is unchanged. It's, it's still the classic war timber fish. Um, it's a model that's been proven... To work and and I'm very very happy with its performance. So I won't be altering that anytime soon. It's more just um, changing the aesthetic, making things look cool, and, and experimenting. Mm. So yeah, the chalk top's going really well. Um, it still played off that two tone aspect. So it was the two tone fish that it replaced, um, but it's still kind of two tone in its way because chalk on the top. <laughs> Now, a, a few weeks ago, Corey Sainsbury, uh, one of your team riders, shaved his head. It was a big deal, did it for charity. It was amazing, a little get-together with all the Bait Bay guys and a, a few of us rocked up and had a great time. Now, I believe he raised a bit of money and he gave away something that I've never seen, but I've heard it's sort of like the, the Moby Dick of, of uh, hand planes. It's the white whale or the white bad fish. Yeah. And there's only like two of these going around. There's four in existence. Oh, wow. So four of them. And do you know where they are? Who's got these? I have three. (laughs) (laughs) It's like a horcrux. And one one has been given away. So I I will be giving them away um, uh, during, you know, in the near future. Uh, But, yeah, the white white batfish was cool. It was when we were kind of experimenting – um, with different material types when we were trying to come up with the right recipe for the badfish and we had the mould set up. So the white badfish is um, 100% milk bottle cotton. Oh, okay. So it's all the HDPE from those. So um, that comes out really nice and clear, um, and, but you have to be so selective with what you put in it to get a, to get a crisp white. Um, but, yeah, that, that's, that's the story of the white badfish. And we've got a few other kind of experimental hand planes that are just kind of mm. sat in boxes at the moment from the very beginning of things. Um, we've got some cool ones which I'll be releasing in the new year, but it's it's new colorways and, and different variations on aesthetic. Awesome, um, awesome. But yeah. Now, before we started the podcast this evening, you were sort of 
mentioning that you you aren't getting in the water as much as you'd like to. Now, Wufo and I are, are, are the biggest culprits of this. We've we've we actually made a pact to get in the water this weekend. We we bailed and negged on it. So, what's what's the story with you, Ricky? Uh, it sounds like you're extremely busy, but I would think someone whose you know livelihood is body surfing, you'd you'd make a little bit of time to jump in. Has it just been a bit too chilly for you, or what's been going on there? Yeah, look, I need to be in the water more than I have been. Um, I think, to be honest, I feel really bad because I feel like I've been a bit spoiled. Mm. Like um, some of the waves that we have around here are absolutely world class. And so I have just been cherry picking the the really, really good swell days and just making that my mission and going and surfing those and I'll surf the best waves when they're on. But outside of that, I just put my head down and spend some time with the family yeah. and, and, and work my ass off at home and you know just get everything done then. So when those swell days pop up, um, I don't have any guilt in, in dropping yeah. everything and, and dashing out and making the most of it. But we haven't really had that good a swell in the last um, couple of months. So I managed to get out last week. Mm-hmm. We had a good pumping swell last week and that was great. Um, a really big gnarly session to dust off the cobwebs. Um, put you back in your place and <laughs> the ocean shows you who's boss so that was really really fun and i think we've got some stuff coming through this week too so mm. i'm really hoping to be able to get out this week if if the stars align and the swell aligns and um, we'll see nice nice where have you been going recently uh well, secrets yeah. secrets Tim. i hate the secrets they're secrets the secret places Jeez. uh now ricky i want to i want to know a bit more about um your community ventures at the moment uh I think one thing we didn't touch on in our very first interview, uh, maybe because they, they're not as established as they are now. Uh, but, yeah, uh, the, one of the big reasons I love war uh, is that uh, you feed everything back into the community. And, uh, yeah, I, I just want you to talk a little bit more about, one, uh, one of the things that we wanted to get done for maybe the past two years, uh, the workshops. Are the workshops coming back? That's number one. And then two, um, Avenue and mm-hmm. and you using uh, them to kind of put together the, the bad fish straps. Yeah, cool. Yeah, uh, the workshops. Look, um, the workshops probably will be coming back. Um, it's just whether it's it's me that manages it, whether okay. I'm the actual shaper in there. Yeah. So the concept of the workshops is really great and it was something that I loved and during the time that I was doing it, it was one of the highlights of my entire job. Um, watching people come in at the start of the day and be like, I've never picked up a tool before, like I don't know why I'm here, I can't make anything, blah, 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 and then – finish the day with a with a gorgeous looking timber product that they've hand shaped and then take it down to the beach and surf it like mm. that was just so incredibly rewarding um it's just another one of those things that, that takes up a lot of time yeah and when you're trying to run a, a business um by yourself which is what i'm doing um time is is really valuable and with the little kid coming along um and business growing um every year just time has, has gotten away from me. Like COVID hit and put a put a stop to it pretty abruptly as well. And it's just getting kick-started back up again after that. But yeah, I think the workshops will definitely come back, um, just maybe in a different format. 
And Avenue, yeah, Avenue is um, a partnership I'm really proud of. Mm. Um, it was something we actually set up towards the beginning of this year, um, and we've been working with them for quite a while now. Um, but it's just so rewarding. Like they um, they employ people with severe disabilities um, who would otherwise find it quite difficult to to find jobs in the normal workplace. And they do all the assembly on our hand planes, um, and they love it. You know, I've I've actually made some really good friends with some of the guys and girls who do it, um, and um, they give me a lot of respect, and I, I love them back. It's um, it's a really cool partnership. Um, everyone wins from it, um, and yeah, it's definitely something that I'll be sticking with. So, when like when it comes to things like that, like outsourcing um, things like assembly, for me, it's kind of a, you know, why why wouldn't you seek something that give something back at the same time like if it's if it's going to happen anyway yeah why not do something that does some good mm -hmm. like that's the way that i look at it so when i'm trying to find things like that i i, I look for things that are going to have a positive impact outside of just providing me with what i need yeah and those guys and girls from what you've told me uh just love it like they get super excited when they complete the task that's set before them and yeah. it's really rewarding for them absolutely yeah they do really love it like they you know they they struggle to hold attention span, um, you know, for, for a long period of time. And um, you give them something rudimentary like assembling a hand plane and they'll sit there and do 200 at once and, you know, mm, it wow. keeps them super entertained. Um, otherwise, they'll be off running around the shop and, and dancing and, and whatnot. But they'd sit there for, for a few hours and just do them all together and shout, finished, and then and they'd <laughs> love it, biggest smile on their face and they draw me pictures and it's 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 a really cool relationship. Have any has it have any of your employees like questioned what they're putting together? Have they thought, can I take one of these home and have a swim on it? Or like do they know what a hand plane is? Because it is a, quite an unusual looking device or yeah. a bit of equipment. Um they just think it's really cool. Mm. <laughs> so I don't think if any of them um, want to use them, but <laughs> they just they just think it's really cool. Um, and yeah, shout out to Robbie Meldrum. Yeah, he actually um, set us up with the gig in the first place. Um, it was a place that he used to work at. Um, so thank you very much, Robbie. It's it's been a very rewarding partnership. Now you're you're one of I guess the founding members of the uh, the East Side crew, mm. and uh, there's been a bit of turf war going on lately with the Marubra Bra boys getting on board and having a bit of a, a I guess it's more of a community slash what would you call it? Are we just a, a general meetup? Yeah, yeah, they're just they're, they're carrying on. It's like us and the the Bait Bay guys, you know. We just we're just mates. But there is some really. overlap, yes. Yeah, there is. So, yeah. Ricky, have you been going out with the Marubra body surfers? I'm not officially on the chat. Oh, um, so I haven't received an invite. Um, I've heard nothing from them, to be honest. So, are you a bit filthy about that? No, no, not at all. <laughs> I would be. <laughs> now you've got, mate. You guys are the. Uh, you guys are the best body surfing crew in Australia. No, well, second best. I guess you don't like. Do we? Do we really count the the cobras? Of course, we you count know. The cobras. Yeah. Oh, I don't know if I count the cobras. They 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 don't they don't pop up anywhere. Like they just here we are at Womp Off, and then they go and hide and stand up on their on their um on their surfboards for the rest of the year. That's all I see them. So I would say that the Eastern Sydney body surfers, you guys are the, you guys are the hey, guys. Look, I, think, I think we're probably one of the most consistent yeah. body surfing teams, third place every year. <laughs> well, yeah, and as you said, it, it, it's, it's wide open this year, or next year, sorry, uh, with a, a maybe purely Australian setup. So what are you hoping to bring to the table? Because um, you've got one of the best teams going around. What are you hoping to do? 
Are you going for third again or are you going to try and work your way up a bit further up the uh, the podium? Oh, look, we could have won it every year, I think. <laughs> it's just been, you know, certain things have gone against us and, you know, things out of our control. Um, so I think our year is, is yet to come and, and possibly 2021. Ooh. We'll see ESBS at the top of the podium. Now, uh, uh, Oe, have you heard anything about Maruba? Are they going to enter a team, or like we're pretty tight on numbers? I'd think, Ricky. Like, um, there's a lot of teams. Well, yeah, that's the thing. If if it's limited to a number of people, we're going to have to quite we're going to have to consolidate numbers quite a lot. So, you boys are quite lucky, I think, because you came. What did you come? Yeah, just got in there. I think you just snuck into the. The uh, invitation yeah. bag. Yeah, I, th- I think we did, and especially if Defin's not coming. Mm, All right, that's true. We're straight up the straight up the list. Uh, yeah. Now, the last time I spoke to the Maroubra Body Surf guys, they they said that it's just a social club. Yes. So no competition. They'll just be entering their own kind of. Um, yeah, their own I think clubs. Very much in it for the love. Yeah. Yeah, that's right. They and are the swell it. updates from what I hear. Well, I think that's how the club sort of came to be. They were they were a bit like just finding it hard to, to get into the water and this was more just like, hey, whenever it's on, let's get together and have a swim. So good on you boys. And I'm always seeing some great photos from, from them. I think Dave Malloy is behind the camera and getting some – well, you tag team, don't you? You'll, yeah, it's yeah, we do. Uh, well, I don't take many photos. They seem to be getting lots of photos of me, which I like. Uh, it's really, really good. Uh, Ricky, before we start wrapping this up uh, – I'd like to I'd like to get some intel off you as someone who uh, started his own business in a very niche market. <laughs> I think like we this podcast is listened to by lots of people that may be in the same either stage of life or uh, in the same mindset uh, of going. All right, well, I've got these woodworking abilities. I've got this niche sport that I love. Obviously, you don't want too much competition, um, but I reckon it'd be great for the listeners to know kind of where you started uh, and how you kind of built to where you are today. Big question. Mm. Um, But yeah, look, when it all started, um, for me, the business and body surfing almost came at once together. Mm. So I fell in love with body surfing, um, witnessed firsthand the kind of the power of the hand plane. Um, and I knew that I wanted to start some sort of business. That's always been a burning desire of mine. So to have that passion and then to to jump online after a particular session, try to find a hand plane that I really wanted and liked and couldn't find anything. Mm. For me, that was just a you know, light bulb moment. Like, I love this. This is really cool. There's a gap in the market. Let's go. I had no idea what I was doing when I started. It was just completely fueled by by passion and a love for the sport and you know a love for just making things um so i terrorized my housemates with a workshop in the backyard and storage facility in my bedroom um and yeah look the first few years were really cool um it fast got to a point where i had a workshop i was in there six days a week making hand planes um, and I loved it. I'd just go in there, put a podcast on, put some tunes on, just shape away all day. It got to a stage where, you know, I had my designs down pat, so it almost becomes second nature making each one. So I used to just love in there just dancing around and making hand planes. Mm-hmm. But, you know, if you're trying to run a business and if you are trying to make it something that you can live off of, um, 
you can't be spending all your time just making stuff like running a business is a full-time job so it was at that point that I needed to um, outsource so I outsourced the manufacturer of the timber hand planes which was massive for me because it just gave me all that time to focus on a new project and, and think about and work out how we were going to scale up and, and what we could do within the business. And that led me down the path of, of creating the bad fish. So I put three years of my life into pursuing that and, and making that happen. Um, and yeah, look, it was hard. It was probably the hardest thing I've ever had to do. But um, the most, like one of the most rewarding, like to be faced with so much um, negativity when you're trying to do something with everyone just telling you like, you can't do this, it's impossible, mm. um, it won't work, it's too expensive, it's too hard. Um, but then to ultimately end up doing it and prove all those people wrong, it's just so amazing. And to do it in a way as well which kind of gives something back and allows someone to, to buy a hand plane and take it out into the ocean and feel proud that they have also contributed to a part of a solution to dealing with some of the plastic waste issues just brings me so much joy. Mm. And it still does for me, like even just riding my own products out there, like every single hand plane's a whole plastic bag full of rubbish that's, you know, been pulled out of the ocean. And for me, that's just like, I just love that. Um, don't love plastic, but I do <laughs> love that um, it's being pulled out of the ocean and it's been giving a purpose, you know, it's, it's, it's turning it from a waste into a resource. Um, and then ultimately let, we can commercialize the removal of plastic waste from our oceans then... I think with the hand plane, you can do that by getting out in the water, having some fun and body surfing. So you're, you're pretty, you're killing it now. You're, you're established, you've got everything going, you're exactly where you want to be. What is the future for war? Where would you like to head in the next few years? Yeah, look, everyone keeps asking me that with this, the new Amazon stuff. And um, I really don't know. Like I'm, I'm, I'm in yes mode. Mm. I'm just saying yes to whatever opportunity comes up with the bad fish. But then we're also talking to lots of people about creating some new innovative products, um, some new ocean plastics products. So it's just all up in the air. Like I, I feel very grateful that there's lots of choices flying around, um, choices that we've got to make. Um, so I think we've got many a ways that we could go. Um, right now I'm just enjoying pushing and watching the bad fish grow um, and then – once that's kind of you know super established, um, we will almost definitely be branching out into some new fun projects. And whether that's new products or services, um, we shall see. But I think the future's bright, and I can't wait to kind of see what happens. Nice, nice. Well, uh, we got to get out of here. Do it all again real soon. But remember, the competition for the guy Butcher is open now. 25 words or less. Get creative. Send it through on our Instagram at Budgie Boys and we will be giving that away very soon. Also, next week on Between the Sets, we're going to have the Melbourne Cup special. So that's going to be really fun. Hopefully, a few special guests in on that one as well. Uh, but, Ricky, always a pleasure. The, I think you've got the official title as number one guest on the number one body surf podcast <laughs> and uh just thanks so much for coming in and uh, clearing all the news that is breaking news if you have just tuned in womp off 2020 will not be going ahead due to COVID 19 and uh ricky will be looking forward to 2021 where it's going to be coming back bigger and better than ever so ricky gilby thank you so much for being on the body surf podcast but uh we got to get out of here do it all again real soon but for now it's always overhead when you're body surfing. Bye.